This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better it was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly so you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues including cuts scrapes burns sunburns rashes other types of skin damage it's totally safe non-toxic suitable on all types of skin even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin this is also safe for the young members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 61. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day, because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. Hello, shameless moms. How are you today? Today's Vinny's fourth birthday, so things are pretty exciting at my house. There's been a lot of build up for this day. This is actually the first year he's really understood about birthdays or had like any expectations. His expectations are still like, he doesn't quite know. Like this morning, he's like, I think there's going to be a surprise, but he didn't quite know that there'd be presents. So he like knew there'd be something. So it's been really, really fun though. It's been fun for him to be old enough to understand like the anticipation of a fun event and like planning for a fun event and then actually seeing it unfold and super, super fun. And I feel like it's been this really crazy week. I feel like September has just been crazy and been flying by. And I kind of felt like after the summer, I was like, oh, I just want to get into like my quiet routine. When does the quiet routine ever start? Can someone please send me the memo? I'm like, when do things slow down? It's almost October and I feel like I haven't even started September yet. It's basically like I have to pay business taxes every month with my gym stuff. And I feel like every month, like it's the first of the month and I'm like, oh, I got to work on those taxes. And then it's literally, it feels like I pay them. And then like all of a sudden it's just time to work on them again. So it just feels like I pay taxes all the time, which basically I do. But I I feel like I'm always like, oh, it's time to pay taxes again. Or, oh, it's at the end of the month. It's almost time to pay taxes again. Like that seems to be how I divide my time. I think I need to work on my mindset around that. If this is how I'm dividing my time, it's all relevant to when I'm going to pay taxes on the gym. That's a real positive frame of reference right there, right? 
So I just gave myself some homework to refocus that energy. But yeah, I just feel like things are moving at the speed of light and I don't see any sign of them slowing down anytime soon. Exciting things are happening in our family, exciting things are happening with my businesses. And so just, yeah, lots of momentum right now. So in our family, we have Vinny's birthday, super big deal. That's been really, really fun. I have to say, like, I'm feeling so much better about all the IVF stuff. So I was telling someone the other day, and this is just to give you all a little check-in because I got so many great messages and I appreciate that so much. And I'm still getting cards and messages and texts and things from listeners and friends and supporters. So I I really, really appreciate it. So my quick little check-in is that I'm still having sad moments here and there, but I'm no longer having sad days. So huge improvement there. And I've had some really cool opportunities come my way that I would not be able to take advantage of if I were going to be pregnant in the next year or so, or if I was going to have a newborn. And so I kind of just feel like things are unfolding the way they were supposed to unfold. And it feels really good to have some peace around that. So hopefully it will stay in that. Everything will continue in that direction. In the meantime, I've set up a little babysitting gig with a little lady named Mary in a couple of weeks. So I get to take care of my friend's baby while she celebrates her son's fourth birthday. They're taking their little boy out to dinner for his birthday and I get to babysit the baby. So I'm getting in some baby snuggles. It's funny because I think I've said Vinny's going through this phase, which is driving me crazy, where he gets up like one or two times a night because like his covers are messed up or whatever. And he doesn't just like get up and ask for help. He comes running in our room screaming bloody murder. So it's super unsettling and a horrible way to wake up. And every time he wakes up, I'm like, wow, what if I had to get up and nurse a baby right now? That would really suck. So I think I'm okay with the whole babysitting thing, like just a couple hours of snuggles and give him back. Like I'm feeling like I'm getting some closure and like some emotional settling around the whole issue, which feels really good. There's definitely still moments when it feels a little differently. Got a message from a friend recently, a few days ago, asking, it was to a group of moms, and she was asking if any of us had an ergo that we were ready to part with because she has a friend who is about to have her third baby and they don't have a car. There's people in Seattle who are really great at being like walking, biking families. We are not one of them, but there's people who are do a really great job with that. And I'm so impressed with it, especially given some of the rainfall that we have. It's very impressive. So this woman is going to have three little girls under four years old and she was looking for an ergo so that she can walk around town with her family. So I said, oh yeah, I have an Ergo. And I think she was wanting to buy one. And I was like, oh, she can just have it and have an infant insert and everything. So I went to drop it off at my friend's house so she could pass it along to this mom. And I was like, oh, this is it. Giving up the first baby thing. So I have passed along some other baby things, just things that I didn't think we would use or things that we had like too many of. But this was the first thing since the IVF results where I was like, here we go. Like I'm getting rid of something because I'm not going to be using it again. And that there was a little bit of emotion behind that. But it also felt so good to know that it was going to a place where it was going to be well used and it was really needed. And I felt like it would really impact and make a difference on this family's life and their quality of life. And for this lovely mom who is very pointedly walking around town with three children, I'm sure, very pointedly from point A to point B as quickly as possible when you have three small children. But it was impactful to know that it was going to a really good place and it was going to be enjoyed. So more on that later as we decide how we're going to purge all of our stuff because I have saved everything. I could house a child from zero to four without any problem at all. So I'm we're thinking about how we're going to make some space in our house and get rid of all that stuff. 
And it's going to be a little bit of an emotional process. My husband, actually, we've talked a little bit about what we want to do and how we want to make sure it goes. Like, I don't want to take the time or the go to the trouble of selling everything. I would much rather find a really good charitable cause or like kind of an adopt a family kind of a situation to give our stuff to. And my husband was totally in agreement. We discussed this like a week ago, I think. And like two days later, he's like, so uh, have you called Mary's Place, which is this great organization around here? Have you called Mary's Place yet about to see if they want our stuff? And Mary's Place has shelters and a day centers for homeless women and children. So he's like, have you called them yet? Are we giving them our stuff? And I was like, it's been like two days since we talked about it. Like, I'm going to need a couple months before I'm ready to get rid of stuff. But he's like ready to make space in the garage and in the closets. So I'll have to give you some updates as that happens. So moving along from there, the craziest thing happens. I actually had another recording I was going to do today. But I had to do this one because I noticed this happens so consistently that I wanted to share it with you guys. And I'm thinking in me making the switch, this will impact someone's day in the way that it's supposed to. So I notice that all these times it comes across my path and it's exactly what I need to hear in that moment, but I don't know it until I'm hearing it or see something that I need to see in that moment, but I don't know that I'm looking for it until I see it. So I would love to know if any of you have had that experience. So yesterday, this whole week has just been crazy. And yesterday was particularly insane. I was running around and had appointments and I had appointments with Vinny. And then I took him to school late after this doctor appointment. And then I was running around doing stuff for his birthday. And just the day like flew by. I literally like in an eight hour day, I worked for like an hour and the rest of the day was just running around town doing stuff and taking care of business that was not work related. And I have a hard time embracing those kind of days. I actually really enjoy those kind of days when I have the time for them where I'm like, oh, I can go take care of this and that and the other thing and kind of do like my family duties and my mom duties. But when I have a lot on my plate with work stuff, I get super annoyed with the mom family stuff where I'm like, oh, I can't believe I have to go get the dog food and like those kinds of things. And so that's kind of how I was feeling yesterday. But also I was recognizing like a lot of the stuff I was doing was in preparation for today for Vinny's birthday. So I was like, I really want to enjoy this. Like I want to be excited about going and getting these last minute things for my kid's birthday. It's a big deal. And like if he's going to be only child, like we're going to freaking whoop it up for his birthday. (laughs) I want to make a big deal about it. And not to the point of like spoiling him or being overindulgent, but like we can make a big deal about it. We're going to do this once a year. Like we can have a little bit of fanfare about the whole thing. And I want to be really excited and I don't want to feel like it's burdensome. So I was annoyed with myself that I was thinking about so much work stuff while I was running around trying to do all these things. And here's what happened. I get in my car to run to one of these errands and I think, oh, I'm going to turn on a podcast, which is pretty much what I do anytime I get in my car by myself. And I'm scrolling through all my podcasts that I listen to. And like, I was like, oh, I don't feel like that one. And I don't feel like that one. And like, I couldn't figure out what I felt like listening to. So I went to Shalene Johnson. She has two different podcasts. So she has Build Your Tribe and The Shalene Show. And I feel like I'll look at her topics and her titles and I'll be like, oh, I don't know what that's going to be about, but maybe I'll just listen. I never go into an episode of hers thinking like, oh, I really need to hear Shalene today. Like it's kind of, I listen to her just really intermittently. And then every time I do, it's like exactly what I needed to hear that day. And she always has really good takeaways. And sometimes it's related to business building. Sometimes it's related to, it's usually related to business building, but sometimes it's like more specific and sometimes it's more like lifestyle or like uh, mindset related. So the episode was how to balance family and business. And so it was funny timing because this is exactly what my mental grumblings were about, but I didn't even put together that like, that's what I needed to listen to. I was just annoyed that I was running all these errands and I was like, oh, I'll just listen to this. This will be fine. And I turned it on and I was like, 
hooked. It was like the universe conspired. This was exactly what I needed to hear yesterday. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this is, show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by Mysteries About True Histories, a podcast for your kiddos. So from the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. This podcast is perfect for ages six and up, and new episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. I love a show where, as a parent, you're like, hey, let's listen or watch this or whatever, and your kids are thinking they're like getting extra device time or what have you, and you're like, they're learning right now. So it feels like such a big win. So I want you to go check out Mysteries About True Histories wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So go check out Mysteries About True Histories to listen in and have some fun with your kid while they learn today. So she's talking about her experience with trying to balance family and business and how that has gone for her over the years. And so she started out, I'm going to make sure I link to Shalene's show in my show. So if you go over to shamelessmom.com and find episode 61, you'll be able to find the link right over to her show. And then you can go to her most recent episode, which was, I believe yesterday. So September 22nd, and it's called how to balance family and business. So Shalene started out this show and she was talking about the lack of balance. She talked very specifically about a time years ago when she was juggling just a lot of different business ventures at one time. And there was a specific window of like four weeks when there was a lot of things going on and she needed extra help. So her mom came and I think her mom was staying with them and she was helping with like doing some carpool stuff with the kids and just kind of being extra family support. And so one day Shalene was running between things and she was on a call and her mom took her daughter to, I think it was soccer practice or took her to some practice. And Shalene said, okay, mom, I'm going to be off this call in just a few minutes. I'll meet you guys over there. One of her big priorities was being at her kid's stuff. So her mom would drive them there, but then Shalene would get there a little bit late sometimes, but she would still be there. 
And she talked about when she did this, that she had made this commitment to like be there, to like put this FaceTime in with her kids. But the whole time she would be there, she'd be thinking of other things. Like, oh, I just need to be doing this. I just need to be doing that. When I get home, I'm going to jump on this call. When I get home, I want to do this. She said even when her kids were really little, she would find herself on the floor playing with them and be like, oh, I'm so glad I'm playing with them. But also like I need to get on this thing and do that thing. And she was just always thinking three steps ahead of what she needed to be doing next. I hugely struggle with this. So it was really powerful for me to hear this. And it was exactly what I was doing yesterday where I was, so I went to the dollar store to get balloons. It was kind of a fiasco because I needed 26 balloons. It was a super windy day. I couldn't get them in my car. Turned into a bit of an ordeal. I posted a picture on Instagram if you want to see it. So if you go over to the Shameless Mom Academy on Instagram, you can see the picture of me with all the balloons that I had to fight into my car. And my frustration in that moment when I was fighting these balloons was like, I have time to be fighting balloons. Like I have a million other things. As soon as I get home, I have to do like, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G on my to-do list. And I can't be here with these balloons. And I was annoyed. And everything at the dollar store like took forever because apparently on a Thursday at like two o'clock, everyone goes to the dollar store, but like one cashier is working. So the whole experience was a little unnerving. And so this is exactly what Shalene's talking about. Like doing something for someone else. I'm in the process of getting balloons, yet my mind and doing this exciting thing for my kid. And my mind is like annoyed and in 17 other places and not in this moment. So she's talking about this on her episode, that this is how she's always lived. She isn't aware of it at all yet. So her mom takes her daughter to the soccer game. And Shalene says, okay, mom, I'll be there five minutes behind you. She gets off her call and she's about to leave the house and her phone rings and it's her mom's cell phone. So she answers the phone and a guy is talking and he's like, hey, this is the last number called from this phone. Like, you don't know me, but I'm calling from this phone. And what's your connection to the owner of this phone? And Shalene's like, well, that's my mom's phone. And my mom is with my daughter. And what's going on? And he's like, okay, everyone is okay, but there's been an accident. So I'm not going to go into all the details of the story. You can go listen to the episode if you'd like to. Everyone was okay. But it was a huge life-changing moment for Shalene and the way she ran her business and her personal life and how she thought she had things mastered because she was like, no, I'm not going to miss my kids' events. And yes, I'm going to spend time with my kids every day. They already had this kind of family plan in place, but she realized in that moment that she was not there when she wanted to be there. She was like, first of all, I should have been driving my daughter. That's like a huge priority that I go to her practices. I should have been driving her there. So it just kind of was catapulted her into this new and different place and new and different perspective. And she said it was the first of multiple things that happened at that time. So what ended up happening, her mom passed out while driving, drove across a median into two lanes of oncoming traffic and into a golf course and hit a tree. So super, super scary accident that could have had really, really horrendous outcomes and everyone was totally fine. So this is the call that she gets. This is like the panic that she's experiencing. Like you can just imagine that would be a life changing moment for anyone to have to get that kind of a phone call. So after that, she really found this renewed need to focus to be here now. And like, if she's working, she's working. If she's not working, she's not thinking about work. She's not obsessing about work. And she learned that when she's with her kids, she needs to be with her kids mentally, physically, emotionally with her kids. So this was so meaningful to me because I really struggle with the same thing. And I find that like, oftentimes I really want to spend time with Vinny, but when it's time to do that, when I like go pick him up at school and I'm like, oh, we're going to have our time together this afternoon. 
then I find myself doing things with him, but thinking like, oh, and as soon as I'm done with this, I need to go do these other things that are for work. Or as soon as I'm done with this, or maybe I could even sneak and get like, if he goes upstairs to grab a toy, like I could actually get an email out really quick. So like I'm there physically, but I'm there mentally like 50%. That happens to me a lot. It is a constant struggle for me. Part of it is just, I think the way my brain is wired, like I'm always kind of moving forward to the next thing. Like I'm the person who, when I was first told I was pregnant with Vinny, I immediately started panicking about getting pregnant the second time because it had been so hard for us to get pregnant the first time. So I couldn't just be there and be like, oh my God, thank God I'm pregnant. This is so amazing. I was already like, oh my God, how are we going to do this again? It was really hard the first time. So this is just how my brain works. I'm always worried about the future and thinking three steps ahead of like, how can I make things work out the way I want? How can I meet this goal? How can I get this done? How can I just do everything? And how can I do everything? Because I'm probably going to do it better than everyone. So I'm not going to ask anyone else for help because we all know that like no one else can do things as good as I can, right? Does anyone else have that attitude? So this actually came into play last night. (laughs) So the episode was very, very meaningful to me. I really appreciated everything that Shaleen said. I kind of felt like, oh, this is like, you know, it was certainly no kind of a wake up call, like that horrible accident that her mom and daughter were in. But I felt like the timing of the episode was just so funny and so crazy because I was absolutely in a place where I needed someone to be like, hey, you get to plan for your kid's birthday once a year, like have some fun with it and chill the heck out and like let work go for a minute. The work is going to be there. It's not going anywhere. Like it's going to be there tomorrow and it's going to be there Saturday and it's still going to be there next week. So you don't really need to freak out about it right now. So to hear that was really impactful for me. And it made me think of that. I was like, I have to do this as an episode topic right now. This idea of be here now. So last night, along the lines of like feeling like I need to do everything for myself and then always trying to be three steps ahead because I have so much to do and I'm not sure how I'm going to get it done. Last night, I'm trying to do all this stuff for Vinny's birthday. So in addition to just normal dinner routine, which I just feel like takes forever and it makes me crazy, so the dinner and bedtime routine, we were running late because I decided last minute that he needed to get a haircut before his birthday because his hair was a little shaggy and I knew we were going to take some pictures today. So I was like, oh, I have to go get him a haircut, and that which took forever because we ended up having to wait for a long time. So we got home much later than normal for dinner, and that made our whole evening much later. After dinner was over, I needed to make two crock pots full of chili for we're having a little birthday dinner for him here tonight at the house. So I needed to make two crock pots of chili. I needed to make brownies. I needed to wrap presents. I needed to vacuum the house, like all these different things. I was like, there's a million things I need to do. So I said to my husband, I said, can you put them down? I'm going to work on this list and like see you back here at like midnight. (laughs) And so he's like, well, I can do some of those things. So I was like, okay, great. If you could vacuum, like I had dinner going, Vinny was going to watch a show until dinner was ready. So he's watching a show for like 15 minutes. I'm working on dinner. My husband vacuumed. I was like, oh, thank you so much for vacuuming, which is like he would vacuum anytime. It's not a big deal, but it was just like one thing off my plate. So then I, we get all done with dinner. I'm getting all the stuff ready for these crock pot chili things because I have two crock pots. So I'm getting both crock pots ready. I'm putting the brownies in the oven. And I say, okay, after Vinny's in bed, we have to wrap these presents. And so he's like, okay. And I said, and then I kind of started giving these directions. I was like, actually, never mind. I'll just do it. He's like, I can wrap the presents. And I was like, no, 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 it's fine. I'll just do it. I know how I want to do it. And he's like, okay, so do you not want me to wrap the presents because you really want to do it? Or is it because you think I can't do it the way you want it done? And I was like, okay, he kind of caught me because I, in my mind, wanted them wrapped in this certain way. So like certain gifts were going to go together. Like I got him some Lego space shuttle thing and then I got him an astronaut t-shirt and I was like, okay, I want to wrap those things 
separately, but then like stack them and ribbon them together. And then I had like some new pajamas. I got him Star Wars pajamas, but there was two pairs and I wanted one set and I wanted each set wrapped separately, but then like stack them again and put a bow around them. So that was like a set. So he was going to have these like four little sets of gifts. One was a baseball glove and a baseball. So I wanted those like wrapped separately, but then like tied together with a ribbon. So I'm telling this to my husband. He's like, yeah, so I can do that. I'm capable. And I was like, well, okay. I just didn't know if you'd understand. He's like, yeah, no, not a problem. (laughs) And in my mind, I'm like, I'll just do it. Like I'll be able to do, I can wrap them and put the bows on. And he's like, I can wrap them and put the bows on. (laughs) So which he did. I came down, I helped him at the very end um, after I finished my stuff and got done probably a good hour earlier than I would have otherwise been done. But again, like it's okay for other people to help. It's okay for other people to do things. It's okay to ask your partner for help. And you know what? Even if they don't do it the right way, this is what I was thinking when I was, I knew he was downstairs wrapping things. And at first I'm like, I'm sure he's not doing it the right way. He's probably not using matching wrapping paper. (laughs) He's probably using a bunch of different wrapping. And then I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. Vinny is never going to know or care if his matching paper wraps, right? And even if he did know or care, like in the grand scheme of things, do you think a kid is going to be more upset about that than like what is actually the gift inside? Probably not. So whatever, who cares about the wrapping paper? So I come downstairs and I'm so relieved to see that, first of all, the wrapping paper did match. We had three different kinds of wrapping paper that kind of all complement each other. So he was using those, which, and it all looked really cute and it all got done much quicker and earlier. And I was like, okay, like someone else can do some stuff sometimes. It's all going to be okay. So that was such a timely, timely lesson. So I wanted to make sure to bring that up to you guys today because I think that's how many moms are. We're always looking to the next thing that needs to get done. So even if this isn't how you are by nature, I think this is how we like train ourselves to be because there's just so much to do every day. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom and you're being pulled in a million different directions by multiple children or by maybe a work-from-home opportunity and kids, or if you're a working mom who has the full plate of work and the full plate of family. And you always are trying to like turn off one and turn on the other and be in one and not be in the other. Either of those scenarios, super, super challenging. And so I want to encourage you to be here now mostly because I think that it's reasonable to be here now always. But I also think that there's some things that we can do to be in the moment a little bit more often. And these are the things that I want to start working on. This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. 
So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing. And they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. So I want to be better, and I'm actually pretty good at this one already, but I want to be even better at time blocking. So I do this a lot with meals where on the weekend I will pre-cook a whole bunch of stuff. So I'll put like two things in the crock pot. So we have two crock pots. So I'll put a stew in one and a soup in the other, or chili in one and a soup in the other. And then my husband often will grill on Sunday. So we'll grill a whole bunch of meat at once so that we're not having to grill throughout the week or like do different kinds of, because meat is the thing that takes a long time at night often. And so I don't want to like have to make chicken breasts every night for 50 minutes in the oven. I want to be like, just let's just do it one time for 50 minutes and do all the chicken breasts for the week, right? And then you can cut them up and you can put them in salads and you can put them in tacos or you can have them just the meat or you can you know, put them with your roasted vegetables or whatever you want to do with your chicken. You do all sorts of different things. Same thing with vegetables. You can pre-cut your vegetables. I love to, I don't do this as often as I should, but I love to pre-chop a whole bunch of salad stuff at the beginning of the week. I chop my greens really small. So I pre-chop all my greens because I like to be able to eat my spoon with a salad. Someday I'll do an episode on my big ass salads because I know I talk about them a lot, but I like to pre-chop all my greens. So I'll pre-chop spinach, arugula, sometimes another kind of a green, maybe kale or romaine. And then I'll pre-chop, you can do cucumbers, and peppers, they don't last super long, but for a few days, they're fine. Pre-chop purple cabbage. I love purple cabbage in my salads. Pre-chop green onions or whatever kind of onions you want in your salads. You pre-chop all that stuff. Put it in one Ziploc bag, take all the air out, 
and you can make like a salad every single day out of that stuff. So it's so easy. Oh my gosh. Every time I do this, I get so excited about it. And then you end up eating way more salad because it's just done. You're not like, oh, I have to take like 18 things out of the fridge to make my salad. Or the opposite of that, where you're like, oh, I'm just gonna have a really lame salad with like baby carrots and spinach, which is the most boring salad ever. And I don't even think counts as a salad. I think it just counts as like boring snacks. (laughs) So if I'm going to have a salad, I want it to be really good and have a lot of really yummy things in it that I like. And so making it in that way where I can just have those things pre-done and I can just portion it out is really, really easy and really helpful. So time blocking like that, where you're doing one task in a concentrated amount of time so that you're not doing that task broken up down later in the week. Laundry would be another thing where it's like, do all the laundry on one day, fold all the laundry in one sitting. Like don't do like a load And I understand that this isn't always reasonable, especially if you have a new baby who is pooping and barfing all the time. But for the most part, we do laundry like one time a week and then we fold. Well, either I don't fold laundry and I live out of a laundry basket, which I'm not going to lie. It happens sometimes. Or we fold everything all at the same time. So I'm folding my load. I'm folding Vinny's load. I'm folding like the towel sheets loads, whatever. I'm doing like one folding session rather than like every day, like, oh my gosh, I have to fold another load today. I would much rather do like 40 minutes once a week than like 15 minutes every night. Because over time, when you time block, you get way more done in a shorter amount of time. When you do that task daily, the time that it takes up over the course of the week is exponentially more. So let's say I'm folding laundry for 15 minutes every day or, you know, five, six days a week. That's going to take a lot longer than just doing like one big folding session, you know, on Tuesday night, that's going to be like 45 minutes. Those 15 minute sessions will definitely equal more than the 45 minutes, the one time a week. So time blocking activities, super, super helpful. I time block as much as I can. I've actually been trying to figure out how I can time block packing Vinny's lunch because I hate packing his lunch and we only have two lunch boxes. So I'm, I'm like tempted. I'm seriously tempted to get like five lunch boxes and just make them all at the beginning of the week. And I have to say, I have to give my nerdy former self, I'm still nerdy, but my nerdy former self, some props here. When I was in grade school and my mom made me start making my own lunch, here's what I did. On Sunday nights, I would make five peanut butter jelly sandwiches, put them in the freezer, and then every morning I would just pull one out of the freezer and that was my lunch every day. And I'm pretty sure that was the only thing I had for lunch. But I was like, if I have to make my own lunch, I'm doing this once. I'm not doing this every day. I'm doing this once. So on Sunday, I would make all my sandwiches. And frozen peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, like once they're defrosted, they're not that awesome. I will be honest about that. Like sometimes the jam kind of seeps through the bread a little bit and, and the bread's a little bit dry. But you know what? I only had to make those lunches once a week. I was not making lunch five times a week. So, okay, the other thing is to stop mind hustling. So number two here, stop mind hustling. So mind hustling is when you are supposed to be hanging out with your kid and it's the time that you've set aside. So to be with your kid or your spouse or to be doing something with a person, like having human engagement, and instead you're thinking about some sort of hustle that you need to be doing. So maybe it's like, oh, I need to send these three emails and then I can, oh, and I should probably reach out to this person. Maybe I can network with this person because of this upcoming opportunity. So like you're just doing all this like business planning And you're not in the moment at all with your kid. And if you don't work, it could be that like you're not in the moment with your child because you're thinking like, okay, like I need to go grocery shopping and clean out this room. And then on top of that, I want to like reorganize the garage and I want to work on this, some other personal or family project. So you're just thinking about that when you are supposedly like playing on the floor with your child, giving them your undivided attention. So mind hustling is where you let your mind be going a million miles an hour 
when you're physically in one situation, but your mind is like totally somewhere else hustling on a totally separate thing. So stop mind hustling. This is a really, really hard one for me. I will be honest. Like I'm constantly, I mean, yesterday's a good example. The minute I heard this podcast episode of Shalene's, I was like, ooh, I could make this as a topic for my podcast. And I immediately start thinking about like, ooh, what am I going to talk about? And how am I going to bring it all together? And like the mind hustle, it's really hard to turn it off. And especially if you're an entrepreneurial type, because it's kind of how you like build a business is through these, you know, you take the inspiration when it hits you. At five, I'm going to play Legos with Vinny. And then from five to six, I'm going to get dinner ready. And then from six to seven, we're going to do bath and stories. So like, yes, I can physically be there for all of that, right? But I'm not necessarily mentally emotional. The other piece of that, like aside from being there physically, is that like I need to make sure that my work is done for the day so that I can totally be present. Because if I have loose ends, if I'm like, oh, you know, after bedtime, I need to go back and tie this thing up. I'm just distracted. I'm totally distracted all night. So I have to tie up loose ends so that I can mentally and emotionally be engaged. So making the mental and emotional prioritization of your time and your tasks is really important. It's not just about putting something on the calendar. It's about putting it on the calendar and being like actually really mindful about why that's important, why you want to be there. So for me, this has actually been something that's been, I've been actually seeing improvement in since having failed IVF. I'm like, okay, if I'm going to have one shot to be a parent, like I want to be a little more engaged and invested. Not to say that if we were going to have more kids, I was going to be like, never mind, Vinny, like you're just fine on your own. You don't really need me. But I just want to be more aware of my commitment and more aware of my emotional and mental engagement with my child because like this is my one shot and it's going to go really fast and it's going to go fast for any parent, no matter how many children you have. But I feel like I want to take advantage of the opportunity that I have. Like I know that this is a brief window and I really want to be in it while I have the opportunity to be in it because there will be a time in the not so distant future where I don't have the chance to be in it this way and I will miss that. And so I want to make sure that I'm really in it right now. I want to be in it mentally, in it emotionally, not just physically standing there being like, yes, I'm here, but I'm annoyed and I'm trying to like accomplish three other things in my mind while we're playing Legos. And then lastly, Um, having a family plan with set expectations. So you can't do this on your own. And this is actually something that Shalene talked about. That she and her husband had a real, they had like a master family plan. They actually had it before this accident, but after the accident that changed things for them, they like kind of had to reconvene on the family plan to make it more functional for them. Because what they had found is their original family plan of prioritizing their kids, which is a very lovely idea, they were doing that. They were prioritizing their kids physically, like they were physically there with them, but mentally and emotionally, they were often distracted. And so, or not necessarily even emotionally, but just mentally, like their head was in another place. They were, you know, Shalene fully admits that she was like mind hustling. She didn't use that term, by the way. I'm pretty sure I just invented it, but she was mind hustling while she was with her kids and she didn't want to do that anymore. And so they came up with a new family plan where it was like, okay, like when we're with our kids, this is what family time looks like. This is, you know, the phones are away and and we're having conversation and I'm actually driving the kids and I don't remember all the details of their plan, but there were some really clear, clear guidelines about what that meant and what that would look like for their family. So you have to have your partner in on it. The other thing is that you will be much more likely to hold yourself to it if your partner knows about it, because if your partner knows about it, then they're going to kind of be keeping an eye on things. So like, I know that my husband sometimes watches my cell phone use and he's like, Hey, how's it going there? When I'm like, we're supposed to be having quality time. And especially if we're watching TV, I feel like whatever we're watching TV, like, can't I just like do something on my phone? Cause it's, we're watching TV. We're not even talking. 
But in his mind, this is like our quality time together. And it's offensive if I'm on my phone all the time. He doesn't mind it here or there, but he doesn't want me on my phone all the time, which I totally, totally makes sense. So if you have this family expectation and have a family plan about all this, you're much more likely to follow through with it. And also you have someone to kind of help keep you in check. So you get to keep the other person in check as well. So it's a two-way street. So that's what I wanted to tell you about today in relation to be here now, mostly. I don't think that this is going to be anything that is going to be a quick fix or an easy fix or an overnight fix for anyone. But I do think that things can happen in life. Things can change in an instant. And you never want to look back and have regret, right? So I think the idea of being present whenever you can be present in those situations with your family, with your kids, is something that's always, always a high, high, high priority item for people. And so thinking about how you can do that, how you can implement that, and what that will mean for your overall quality of life. Like what would it mean if you could parent and be really just in it and having fun with it, rather than being annoyed and just trying to like always get on to the next thing to move the day forward? That doesn't feel very good. And I was actually at my son's preschool this morning and I was noticing how they can be here now in a preschool classroom because they don't have anywhere to be. So it's like they're sitting at circle time, which was hilarious, by the way. So I stayed for circle time for Vinny's birthday, which was so funny. And I was just watching like they would call on kids to volunteer information for different songs and little activities they were doing. And these kids would take forever to answer. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, do they do this every day? Like waiting for these kids? They'd be like, pick a color. They were like doing this little song where kids could like insert a color name. So they'd be like, okay, Vinny, what color do you want to do for your turn? And literally it was like, um, well, maybe, uh, or no, no, not orange, not orange. Um, well, okay, purple. Like every kid went through that. Like no one just said like, okay, blue. <laughs> like No one just said a color. They all had this like lengthy thought process. And I was like, you know what? We're just going to be here now, right? So that was a really fun thing to see and a great metaphor for exactly what I wanted to talk about today. So, or great metaphor, analogy, metaphor, I guess. So with that, have a fantastic day. I got to go get ready for a little birthday dinner. And I hope that this was helpful to you. If it was helpful to you or you think it might benefit another mom, please do share it out. If this is your first time listening, know that we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. So please join us again in a few days. And you can find all of our episodes over at shamelessmom.com. You can also find any references for this episode and any links for this episode that have been mentioned over at shamelessmom.com. This was episode 62. So you can look for episode 62 and they'll find the show notes there with all the links from today. And you can share from our website as well. So if you go to shamelessmom.com, you can get links for any of the shows. You just click on the show and then you can copy the link from your browser, send it to someone via email, post it on someone's Facebook page, post it on your Facebook page, say, hey, I love this. I wanted to share it with you. Or hey, friend, this reminded me of you. I think you should listen to it. I think you would learn something. You can also go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review to subscribe. So as soon as we release episodes on Monday and Wednesday, you can have first access to them. And you can also leave us a review at shamelessmom.com forward slash review. So I would love to hear from you. Thank you for your emails, your letters. I love getting them. I'm getting emails pretty much daily now, which is super fun. I feel like just this tribe is building, which means that I am building new things to support the tribe. So stay tuned for some fun announcements about that coming up. And I will talk to you very soon. No matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly.
When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.